Okay, listen. I know that you are sick and tired of overthinking everything in your life because literally, same. Okay, here's the thing. This show is called That Cuts Deep and we get deep here. Um, But at the same time, I'm just a girl, you know? I'm just trying to make my through life. I'm 25 years old. I'm literally just living my life and trying to get through just like all of you are. So here's the thing. I absolutely love my life, but (laughs) there are things about my life that I would change if I could snap my finger and do so. Unfortunately, though, there are aspects of our lives that there's nothing we can do about it. Like, yeah, sure, you could drop everything, but most of us have feelings and emotions and things that we want to take into consideration before making rash decisions. So because of that, I am more considerate and I'm more thoughtful because I care about the people in my life and I want to make sure that everything I do has a purpose. But that's not really what today's episode is about. I'm just really rambling here. Um, Also, we're only about a minute and some change in, but my name's Alex. For those of you who haven't been listening, this show is called That Cuts Deep, and oftentimes we do get deep. Um, Today's probably not going to be one of those days. I really just want to catch up and talk because I took a week off last week, not because I really needed it, but because I just didn't prioritize my time in the right way. And that is a problem that I struggle with so bad and it's because of my addiction to social media and it's because of my social life because I choose my social life over recording sometimes. Should I do it? I don't know. Is it hurting the show? I don't know. Maybe. But maybe not. You guys are still here every week. You're still listening and downloading the episodes, which, by the way, I appreciate. If you're new here, you haven't heard me ask yet, but please, please download the episodes that you're listening to because it really helps the show. And also, if you like the episode, please send it to a friend or 10 even. Please. It would really, really make me happy. Especially those of you. I love all my listeners in my local area. There are a ton of you. However, I also have an, a growing audience all across the world. So those of you who aren't here in Virginia, I would absolutely love if you could continue to share and send the episodes to your friends because I really want to reach a, a wider audience and you're helping me get there. So thank you. Also, so much love to those of you who are local to my home state. Uh, thank you so much. And the number of downloads that I get just in this state alone are like, I, I just want to say thank you. Um, anyways, I hate, I literally hate being cheesy, but I can't help it because it just makes me happy. So do you ever have a conversation with your best friend and you realize that this bitch has grown exponentially because I was literally talking to my best friend the other day and they were like, you know what? I used to idolize the Kardashians, but I don't anymore. And I was like, really? Are you like, if you don't know, this friend specifically loves the Kardashians or has always idolized their life and watched like their shows and everything. So when they said, I don't really like them anymore, I was like, well, can you explain why? Because I don't know. I've never really watched their content Um, but basically they were like, they're, I just started thinking about it, about like why I was idolizing them. 
and who they are as people. And I just don't know that they're that good of people. And I was like, bitch, I'm so proud of you because here's the thing. It's so easy to idolize somebody who has a lot of money or fame or whatever it is. And we forget the fact that these are real people. And mind you, I don't mean to like smack talk. That's not really the purpose of this. But the whole point is like, why are we idolizing people who aren't doing really, really amazing things for the world? And additionally, why aren't we putting more of that idolization onto those who are taking the time to make a difference in the world? Because let me tell you one thing. If I had a platform that large, you you believe, you better believe that I would do so much to help clean up our environment and just spread so much positivity in the world. And the people who have that kind of influence and are not doing that, it's, it's so sad to me. I just can't picture, like, I, I just don't understand their priorities. And that doesn't necessarily mean that they're bad. I just don't understand them. And the whole point of that, though, was it's fucking insane to see your friend who you've basically grown up with and you've seen them, like, have certain characteristics, like, completely change their views on, like, a topic, even as small as, like, who they're idolizing and who has celebrity that they're looking up to, like, that's super cool to see that kind of growth, because, I don't know, no hate if you love the Kardashians, like, I'm sure they have charm, I really can't speak on it, because I've never followed their content, so I don't know, like, I don't think I've ever watched a single episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, or whatever show that they have now, well, I know I haven't watched anything recent, but I don't think I've even seen a single episode of, like, the original show, so I can't really speak on it, personally but I can say just from like the things that I've like heard I personally idolize people who spread a little bit more positivity in the world and that's that's really the main thing there also completely random but another thing that I've noticed recently in my life is that I literally can't drink like okay I misuse the word literally there and River, a long time ago, pointed out that I use the word literally a lot when things aren't actually literal, and I was like, wait a second, like, everybody does, everyone does that, and he was like, yeah, I know, and I hate it, like, why would you call something literal if it's not literal, like, people need to stop, like, misusing the word literally, and I was like, yeah, but it's just, like, slang at this point, um, anyways, so (laughs) I literally have noticed that I can't drink like I used to. So I (laughs) went with my friend to one of the local bars here and we went to happy hour and happy hour at this specific bar, especially in the summer, because I live in a college town is amazing because the drinks are super cheap, but I was listening to a podcast the other day and the guy, it was, um, one of Leo Skeppy's podcasts, um, or one of his episodes, he was talking about drinking And he mentioned that he only takes shots because he doesn't see any reason to drink his calories. So I was like, you know what? That's a good point. Plus, like, I really don't enjoy sipping on liquor. So if I'm going to have liquor, I may as well just get it over with and take it in a shot. So I ordered myself two shots because they were $1.50 each. And that's 
great deal, you know? So I ordered myself two shots and I sat there and I literally, so I took the two and I was so sick. Like I, I actually felt like I was going to puke because it was just, ugh, it was too much. And then, you know, after two shots, because I never drink, very rarely do I drink anymore. I was like, you know what? I'm feeling great. I'm going to need another two. So (laughs) I look at my friend and I'm like, okay, this time you have to take two shots with me. So we each got um, two more shots. Well, it was his first two, but my second two. And um, so we go to take these shots and I'm sitting there and we're sitting at these tables outside at the bar and we're just having a good time. And then I realized that I was, like, way more drunk than I should have been. Like, I literally, only four shots in, was, like, it was bad. And I live within walking distance of this bar. So, obviously, we walk. So, we walk home. Mind you, I, and I talked about this a little bit um, previously, but I've been on a fitness journey. And one of the main things that I'm focusing on in my fitness and wellness is my mobility, my body's mobility. So I'm trying really hard to become flexible. And I want to do a lot more things um, in terms of like calisthenics and things like that. I want to be able to do like handstands and muscle ups and things like that. So that's really what I've been focusing on has been just overall strength and mobility. So, the reason that this is relevant is because drunk me thought it was a really, really good idea while we're walking home to do two cartwheels. Mind you, I, yes, a long time ago could do cartwheels, and I did two cartwheels, and I thought it was, a, I mean, it was great, but that was like a month ago, and the back of my leg, I pulled a muscle because first of all, I didn't stretch. And second of all, like, I don't be doing cartwheels. Like, why did I do that? But it was a great idea at the time. It always is. So I did two cartwheels. And literally, even this morning when I went to like work out, my, the back of my leg, my right leg specifically, is fucked. Like, it is still in pain. I still can't stretch to the max. So don't do dumb shit when you drink. I don't really know why it was a good idea. It wasn't. It was a bad idea. And my friend told me that it was a bad idea, but I did it anyways. And I thought that night, I thought it was great. But now looking back, shouldn't have done that. Probably won't do it in the future. But I don't know. I might. We'll see. Anyways, so I, yeah, I can't hold my liquor. I can't, (laughs) I I can't drink. And I don't know if it's like an age thing or that I do it less frequently because when I was, uh, we're going to say 21 because that's the legal drinking age. But when I was drinking in college, I could drink so much, like so much. And I don't know, I just don't really understand why I was able to do it then at such high quantities. And then now at 25, at a really appropriate time to be drinking, I, you know, I can't. It's a problem. It's a real problem. And I don't know. Part of me is like, am I getting old? But mm, I'm 25. We're going to say that's not old because I need it to be not old. If you know what I mean. Also, I'm incredibly proud of myself for stopping drinking like I used to because that 
was I I mean the Sunday scaries are a real thing and I wish that that word and that like or I wish that phrase would have been around whenever I was in my party phase because it would have been I would have used it all the time and it On the topic of Sunday scaries, can we just talk about the fact that it is literally like the worst thing? Because we all know that we do the worst things when we're drunk. And why? Like, why is it that like the version of me when there's alcohol involved, why is she so fucking unhinged? Like, why am I doing this shit? I literally... Back in the day, and I say back in the day because I, uh, it's been several years. So back whenever I was in the party phase, I would literally do so many like awful, horrible, cringy things that sober Alex would never even think of. Like, how the fuck did they come up with this shit? How did I come up with that shit? And like, I wish I could give you topic, I mean, examples, and I guess I could, Oh my, okay, yeah, we're just gonna, why, why the fuck not, right? So there was this one time, me and two of my friends all went to a bar, mind you. However, I, in the passenger seat, I just went through, at the time in my life, the worst possible breakup that you could ever go through. And I was very intoxicated. Like, before we even got to the bar, it was a long drive to the bar, mind you. Um, we went to this one far as fuck away. Why? I don't know. But we did. We were young. We were stupid. (laughs) Anyways, so, I don't even want to tell this story. It's so embarrassing. Fuck. Okay, so, we're basically pulling up to the bar, and (laughs) we all go in, and I am doing my own thing. I'm single. I'm having fun. I'm doing very, very very questionable things I shouldn't be doing. Um, But I'm off on my own. My friends, however, are doing their own thing. And I go to the bathroom and (laughs) I come back out and I meet the DJ and we go up to the DJ like sound booth and he's let me pick the songs. Mind you, whatever drunk songs that I picked at age 21, who, who the hell knows what they were. I'm sure they were terrible, but He didn't really care because he thought that he had a shot. He didn't. But we're up there and we're picking songs. And then this guy in a bright orange shirt comes up to me. And this is the bouncer. And he looks at me and he was like, you're going to have to go. And I was like, bro, like, (laughs) did I pick bad music? Was it wrong? And he was like, no, your friends got kicked out. And I was like, what? Okay, fuck. So I went to the bathroom again and I'm looking in the mirror and I'm calling my friends and I'm like, where the fuck are you guys? Because I heard you guys got kicked out. (laughs) So I go to the car and I look at my friends and (laughs) so one of my friends, she literally, (laughs) she pulls a jello shot out of her bra and she was like, here you go. And I was like, shut the fuck up. Mind you. Um, this friend, the, the jello shot friend, so she pulls a, je- like, a jello shot out of her bra, and she's like, take it, and I'm like, fuck it, right? So, I'm like, okay, you gotta tell me what happened, how'd you guys get kicked out? So, apparently, <laughs> they had found a secret room that was completely empty, and the door was unlocked, so they were like, you know what, why, why not enter, let's go, and they found a giant fridge full of jello shots, and they just started taking them, and when I say taking them, like they're not like physically taking them and like 
eating them. They're like shoving them in their pockets for later. Like they're like shoveling them in. She's stuffing them in her bra. Like he's got them in his pants, like the whole thing. And I'm like, oh my God. So needless to say, we never went back to the bar. However, it was a really great time and it makes for a really fucking funny story. And there, I'm sure there are so many more details to that story that I left out because I wasn't present for any of that happening. It's just when you have a guy who, mind you, like living in a college town, all the bouncers here are like my age. This man that came up to me at this bar in the middle of nowhere, mind you, it was like a very country bumpkin bar in the middle of the woods. The man that came up to me was literally like at least 55 and gray hair, gray beard and bright neon orange shirt. And he's, he's just looking at me like, you got to fucking go. And I was like, all right, cool. I didn't do a damn thing wrong, but I guess I'll go because the people I came in with, I mean, they had to go. So there's my horrible, cringy story. I left out all the dirty details of myself. Um, maybe one day I'll tell those stories, but I'm not fucking ready because it is so cringy. I just can't. So basically that is one of the, okay, the stories from that night are a hundred percent. I keep backtracking here. So they're definitely not the worst Sunday scaries that I can think of. I mean, they're definitely like top three for sure, but I've never really like ranked them because I try not to think about them, right? When we do something that we're super embarrassed about, like, I don't know about you, but I am, I don't really want to think about it. So also, um, I really like the whole, um, topic of this episode because one it's been really random which I love because my brain is super sporadic and all over the place anyways but two like a lot of my episodes are about like mental health and bettering yourself and how fucking great is it to hear somebody who is constantly promoting like better like better like mentality better life to also advocate for like being young and stupid and doing crazy shit because here's the thing it's all about balance and I always talk about that I made like a whole episode on like growing sustainably right and don't get me wrong I'm still growing I'm still trying and I still like to go out and have a drink every now and then it's a lot of fucking fun but on the same like at the same time like what is the point of like doing all of the important healthy happy stuff if you're constantly putting pressure on yourself to be perfect because we're not perfect we don't want to be perfect and we're not striving to be perfect um also on the whole topic of like Sunday scaries um I don't know if you guys know this and I probably have said it in the past I've literally no fucking clue but I'm incredibly socially awkward and I just really want to normalize that because I know a lot of people and I meet a lot of people and I have a lot of like conversations in my job but I know a lot of people who claim to be incredibly socially awkward and I personally think that I'm really really socially awkward but it's funny though because when I say that to people they're like what are you talking about like you can talk to people just fine but it's not really like maybe like physically yes but like emotionally and mentally I'm sitting there overthinking every fucking thing that I've said and everything that I've done and I don't really understand like 
looking at it, obviously I'm aware that that's really pointless because nobody gives a fuck what you're doing, what you're thinking, and how you're feeling about whatever you just said. Like, if somebody's really putting that much emphasis on your life, what is the point? Like, what? there's no reason for that. And additionally, like, at that point, they're just a fan. Like, if they're really worried about what you're doing, what you're saying, like, or if you're doing something cringy, like, they really need to reevaluate their own life and their own priorities because, like, why are you worried about it? Like, I'm doing me. I'm fine. All is well. And I think that that's a really awesome concept because it's so easy to like think about yourself in a cringy manner or think whatever you just said or did was stupid and I mean yeah sure it probably was stupid but I guarantee nobody gave a fuck like unless you're being an asshole and making like an ass of yourself nobody cares if you did something stupid people probably thought it was funny and they like you more because of it because I'll tell you I am the goofiest person ever but I'm only that way around my closest friends because I'm so scared of being goofy around other people and it's not even like I don't think about this often but whenever I really like break it down and I think about like why I feel a certain way it's because I'm I'm afraid that people won't like me why am I afraid of that I don't know I literally have made so many amazing friends over the years And none of the friends that I have give a damn if I'm goofy. Actually, like, it's something that they like about me. And it's probably something people like about you, too. So if you want to be goofy, if you want to be silly, do it. Because people will like you more. That trait is a good trait. Be different. If you're not different, people are not going to like you. Because nobody cares about somebody that looks and acts the same as everybody else. And I think, actually, I mentioned this maybe it was very recent. I think maybe on my last episode, I was talking about being a leader. Like it's so important to be a leader and not a follower. Not everybody can be a leader, but you can. If you're listening to this episode, I guarantee that you can be a leader because you're like-minded because I know for a fact that I am not going to do what everybody else is doing just because they're doing it. Now, if I'm interested in what they're doing, like sure, why not? But I'm not going to sit there and do what everyone else is doing because it's like, socially acceptable and it's the right thing like no fuck that I'm gonna do what makes me happy I'm gonna do whatever I feel like I'm gonna act however I feel like and that's something that my whole life people have either loved or hated about me and no matter what I'm gonna do me I'm happy doing me and that's all that really matters so on the topic of this episode being literally all over the place you do you be yourself because nobody else can can compete with that if everybody can compete with everything that they're seeing if you're copying what everyone else is doing everybody can compete with that but when you're doing you and you only care about what you want and what you're doing that's when people are going to really like you that's when people are going to see the real version of you and the real like that's when like your authenticity comes out And I think that's something that I personally struggled with for a really, really long time. Because I'd always think, like, what do people want to hear? What do people want to say? What do people want to see me do? Or even with, like, podcasting, people... I would always think, like, what do people want me to talk about? And it's like, who gives a fuck what people want me to talk about? I'm going to talk about whatever I want. And when I started doing that, that's when the show started growing. And that's... I don't know. I started... (laughs) I think I started this episode, actually, with 
um, talking about overthinking. So the fact that I ended up here right now is kind of crazy to me, but, um, I swear that wasn't intentional, but seriously, like, why are you thinking about what other people want from you or what other people think you should be doing? Like, fuck what other people think, do you? And that's when you'll see success. I guarantee it. Additionally, I'm going to go ahead and end the episode here because I got to get ready for work now. So I love you all. Thanks for listening. Download the episode. If you made it this far, I you're my fucking favorite person ever. And yeah, goodbye. Happy whatever day you're listening to this. <laughs>